Welcome to the Vancouver True Crime Podcast. In this episode of True Crime Gangster Stories, I talk to David V about the Metro Vancouver shootings that are going on everywhere that are out of control. David provides some unique insight and experiences regarding the subject, being a hardcore gangster himself and a former hitman. He speaks candidly and very openly about his thoughts and ideas and his opinions about what's going on, and I think you will find them interesting yourself. He also shares and provides some insight the differences of doing time on the West Coast opposed to him doing time back East in Ontario. So without further ado, let's get in on the episode, and I appreciate you so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Right, one, two, three. Think we're live. Hello, David. How are you doing? It's been a while since we spoke. I'm doing, I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, we this is our second time doing this podcast, so we, I thought it'd be good to re-record it because you know since we spoke about the all the shootings going on in Vancouver, there's been a lot more, and quite a few more. And, you know, I, and I thought, you know, maybe we can go a little deeper and kind of expand on our last conversation, but we'll pretty much, you know, pretty much be the same podcast. So <laughs> that, that we re- already recorded. So I appreciate you helping me out and re- talking about this again. I appreciate you spending the time and doing that. It's my pleasure. So um, as you probably know, in Vancouver, Metro Vancouver, there's been a lot of shootings. A yes, lot of them. yes. And, you know, they've been happening at airports, shopping malls, public places, and it's pretty concerning. And, and what I was saying to you just off air before we started, it, it is what, what blows me mind, blows my mind is, you know, back in the day, the shootings happened in nightclubs or parking lots or wild parties, maybe two groups of guys, again, to a beef with each other. One of them has a gun and, you know, things escalate, right? Or two different gangs happen to show up at the same nightclub and they have a big shootout, right? And and so you think, well, you know, if you know, don't go to late night nightclubs, don't drink late at night and you'll be okay. However, all the shootings, especially around me, have happened at places where I take my child. You know, Chuck E. Cheese, a father got shot in front of his kids, taking his kids to a birthday party. You know, the, the sports comp, the Langley Sports Complex. I had a kindergarten party there. Um, the mall that I go to, Willowbrooks Mall, the shooting three in the afternoon. You know, I can go on and on, but they're all places where I take my children. Now these are places that are shooting. So now I feel I'm it's like more likely for me to be shot with my kid taking him to a kid somewhere where I take the kids, a mall. You know, the Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, so you know, so that that blows my mind. Well, that tells you the, the the scenario about who who's who's doing the shooting. It, it it's the kids. It's you know you're taking your kids to you know to, to entertain your children, where where children are being entertained, and these children are carrying guns. <laughs> you know that's 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 my that's how I see it. You know, kids are going to places where they're where their rivals are and they're shooting them there yeah it's awful it's crazy crazy well you know one of the scenarios and we, and we talked about this in the last podcast and, and i was breaking down how most of these shootings happen so there was a there's a gas station uh, you know i live in uh langley surrey area 
and there's a there's a, a gas station. I've used that gas station more times than I can count. And this happened about 2019. I just we just filled up the gas with the we had both kids in the car. My wife was still alive. We just left that gas station. We went somewhere, maybe I think we actually went to the mall, and then we we're driving back, and there's just the whole parking lot it's filled with cops. So of course, wow. and I check on the internet and stuff, and shooting. And, and so a lot of these shootings do happen at gas stations. And, and, and it seems like the typical scenario for these shootings is this, is that the target is followed around by some or by a group of shooters in a stolen car. They follow them around. And if they happen to stop at a gas station, they walk up to the car, pop, 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 pop. That particular one at that gas station in Langley, it was a black Mercedes, you know, in those G wagons and eight bullet holes in the front window and wow, off they go yeah. you know terrorizing the staff other people i could have just been there and yeah. so there is a definitely a reckless uh disregard for public safety and that and that that's scary yeah. then the vehicle they use is usually taken somewhere and torched torch yep and and yeah this has been going on for hmm, i would say 2019 it really started to peak again and then it's been non-stop and then it seems to escalate and escalate and escalate and getting more brazen more public and it's just it's crazy right right yeah it's uh, again you know the scenario just tells me again that the players the players know what they're doing i mean yes it's you know it's it's reckless but to burn to, to steal the vehicle and then uh, after the shooting then to burn it you know they, they either it's a younger it's a younger group being told by an adult you know pushing him to do the crime or it's just some uh, gangsters uh, you know a lot of gangsters that have done time you know because it, 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 it's, it's serious when it's to pull a trigger to do that you gotta have balls <laughs> yes. you gotta have balls yeah. and uh, yeah you gotta have balls and something like that tells me it's uh, a little more than kids there yeah I could be wrong but yeah yeah it's crazy So, yeah, the scenario is like, you know, back in 2008, when there was a gang war, sorry, 2009, there was a pretty serious gang war. And it seemed like the players were more established, like kind of organized groups, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not really don't really want to name names and stuff like that. But, you know, you get the idea. And it, and it felt like you kind of knew who the players were. So in, in doing some research, it's it just feels, and this is what I've, um, um, you know, digging around trying to get trying to get some understanding on this. It seems like in the last year or so, there's a lot of new crews that have come to town. A lot of them from back east. A lot of, and I think what it is is that there's they, they you know there is a, a high high amount of drug sales in bc that that, that goes you know no one can doubt that right 
So I, what I think what's happening in a lot of these cases, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure, it's just my speculation, is that there's a lot of uh, crews sending crews here thinking, okay, you know, it's a place to set up shop and if we can establish a little territory or something like that, the money is going to come because the drug sales in, in BC are enormous. So a lot of these, there's a lot of new uh, comers and a lot of new groups. And I think I think it's just the, the pool. There's almost like a power vacuum. There's not one big strong uh, group that seems to control everything. So there's a lot of these little. Fa What's that? I would disagree with okay, you. Okay, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no. If anything, if anything, if, the, if, the, if that, that crew's from coming back out here, from back east up here, mm -hmm. the guys from out west here are putting a stop to it. Yes. If, any, if anything, uh, the old mobsters would used to do, we, we, we get people from the states to come and do the hits here. Right. And, and then uh, the guys from back from Canada would go out to the states and do the hits there. Oh, and, right. You know okay. what I mean? Yes. So the, it's hard to, you know nobody knows nobody you know what i mean right right so so maybe they called i could understand if they hired them to come up here to do some shooting right la, 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 and then they go back to back east mm -hmm. that i could relate to right but for them to say hey come on and join forces with me no uh, no that wouldn't happen right yeah, well, that's why it's good to have someone like yourself to, you know, provide, you know, yeah. some some insight. Because as I said, for me, it's just, it's just, I'm guessing, I'm in the dark, right? Yeah, I understand. You. Yeah, for sure. And and and, but like what I'm saying is is that the it see it, I don't know it the, for one, you know. So I posted okay, just backing up here. I posted a, a homicide map on my Instagram page of all the homicides that have taken place in about a decade. I think the map covers from 2009 to 2020. They don't even show the, the new ones from uh, 2021. And the, and the map's covered. You can't even see, see Vancouver. So the, on that map, there's about 550 unsolved homicides, most of them gang shootings, most of them unsolved. And and so you know if you look at look at it that way, there, it's almost like there, there's no stopping this. This is going to continue on until there's something really radical, like until the police have a very radical, different approach. Because what they're doing obviously is not working. You know the shooting. Well, you know, first, you know. the police. See, the one thing with about the police, mm -hmm. they they want to investigate uh, gangsters shooting gangsters, really, because they they want they want everybody to kill everybody. Right. You know, good riddance in their in their opinion. It, the only time they will go and investigate is just like if the uh, civilians' lives are, are are in danger. Like right. all of a sudden, you know, the guy got a gun, machine gun or something, and he's on downtown Granville, and he, he lets go of his clip, right? Right, right. Well, then they're gonna have have no choice but to search this guy out. But you know, if they're if they're like these gang wars and they're just killing everybody off, these they're not gonna go out of their way. They're good. One other guy's dead. That's all they look. That's how they look at it. They, they don't. That's that's how they see it, man. Good riddance. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I no, no position to argue with you in, in the facts. Yeah, yeah. The facts, yeah. you know, uh, definitely support what you're claiming. And, and another thing that's interesting, this is kind of like digressing off the topic of gang shooting. So I've been doing a lot of research because I'm doing a series uh, in the downtown east side. And, and um, so I've been, I've been talking to some various uh, drug dealers that are you know have been speaking to me off the record but you know the the inner workings uh, the mechanics of 
at running a line in the downtown east side, you know, the, doing big numbers and stuff. Uh-huh. And and just like what you're saying is that there are uh, agreements that are made between the police and the drug dealers. Okay, you know what? If you can if you can if you can prove that your dope is not filled with fentanyl, we'll we'll kind of look the other way. And and, and that's these this is the this is the the feedback that I'm getting like the cops because you know of course there's a mass of fentanyl. And that's a whole nother subject. So, so what you're saying, it kind of, you know, it feels like it rings true from all the, from other scenarios that, that I've been looking at, you know? Right, right, And right, I, right. God, yeah, well, yeah. who would want the job of trying to put the stop to it, too? Like, it, it's, it's a monster, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they, they look at it, you know, again, like, hey, the more they, more these guys get killed, then it's gonna, and they're it's gonna stop, because everyone's gonna be dead eventually, right? Right. Is is this is the public outcry? If 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 the public isn't in, in danger, like say I got a like I said, I say I got a, a gun, and then I go out like at downtown uh, Granville, and I go into a restaurant where people are eating, and uh, I start shooting at, at a table right. while, while while the restaurant's full. Well, they're gonna want me. They're gonna want the shooter because hey, I I might do it again, and I'm putting other the public lives at risk. So I'm, I'm, I just, you know, they're, they're going to get me for that because I'm putting the public at risk. Right. But if I'm going to go, if I'm going to go, uh, like you say, I, I follow the guy to the gas station and I put a cap in him in the gas station, eh, they're not going to really care that much. You know, I, no one's got hurt. No one, they, they'll go they look at the few uh, videos to see if they, uh, if they get lucky and catch you, but they're not going to go, they're not going to go out of the way, right out of the way to go and solve this case. There's no way. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to waste the taxpayers' money. No. Right. Well, you know, the evidence no. definitely supports that because they're not being arrested. There's not, no. you know, they're not ringing them in and then the shootings keep happening and happening and happening. Exactly. Right? And, they're, and they're just going to let it happen. Um, yeah. So remember you were, we were talking in the last podcast. So we were, we were talking about where you when you were in a situation where people were coming after you, and 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 then we talked about it in the podcast. You know the mobsters from Buffalo, and and maybe like break that down again when you were the hunted, like how like the the fear, the anxiety of of that situation, well, what it was like for you. Well, yeah, at that time, like I said, I was I was a bouncer at the Gasworks then, and uh, before. Um, you know, I mean, she, when I, when she, you know, she was being raped and for kept hostage like that, I got upset. So, you know, I did a number on the dude and I did him pretty bad. He was in a coma. But the guy who was with him, you know, gave a whole different story, a, a whole lie, making himself, you know, like uh, I went in there and robbed them and just a whole different story. So these two players were uh, from Buffalo. These guys are from Buffalo. So yeah, these guys are from Buffalo, and they're here to do some uh, business for the horse track uh, races uh, to set things up. Anyways, you know they they raped the girl, and they kept her hostage for twenty four hours, and they didn't pay her. So when she got out uh, free, she came to me and she told me what happened. And me and my friend went up there, and we you know I did every number on these two guys. One guy got in a coma. So anyways, now the, obviously the business didn't happen, and the guy that wasn't in the coma, lied to these guys, saying uh, that I went up there and I robbed them. And uh, so anyways, so now these these guys are, uh, they were very upset and they were coming to kill me. 
and uh, they were scoping out the girls, asking the girls uh, who this Dave was. They knew the girl's name. Her name was Linda at that time. And they knew who I was, and they knew Linda, and they just, they were quiet. But they, to think, at any time, you know, for 500 whatever money they were offering, $1,000, these guys would have just, they would have buried me. Right. My life, my life was was just a lingering on on, a, on these girls, not saying my name. Wow. So I'm, yeah, hanging, man. Hanging over so, an edge of a cliff. Yeah. So I'm at work. I, like, I tell you, man. I work. I had I had my friends. You know, I had a few friends there. Uh, they had, they had brought guns and you know kept kept it uh, by the bar and stuff like that just in case, right? But you know, yeah, I was terrified, man. I was terrified. Thank God this guy came out of the coma and told the uh, told the guys what really happened. You know, because I would I would I was yeah I would have been deader than it. <laughs> yeah, it was very serious. But these guys were very very serious people. Right. And I, yeah, I was terrified. I was terrified. What yeah. advice? Because you know, a lot of these seems like a lot of the intended targets. You know, they're all like, on average, they're in, there seem to be twenties. There was a kid that was fourteen who got shot and mm, targeted and yeah. shot, which is you know in itself is horrible. Yeah. But they tend to be in their twenties. So what what advice would you if, if there was someone listening right now who could be or a potential target of a shooting? What advice would you give them? Oh, I would, I would tell them to, you know, hey, I go, you, you have, if you want to survive, you want to live, if you want to live, you have to go to the police and, you know, tell them what, tell them what's up. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a Mr. Solid kid and uh, not rat out your friends, they're going to die. Uh, the only way you're going to survive is take the Canadian Protection uh, Witness Act. And uh, it's the only way you're going to survive. Uh, or if you're not going to do that, uh, you got to get you and your family and uh, move out of town, man. It's the only way you're going to survive. No matter if you think you're going to just quit and uh, be good, no. You're, they're going to get you, man. So, yeah, the only way to survive is go to the police and, uh, and spill your beans, man. You know, and uh, change your way of life. It's the only way you're going to live, man. You know, so anyway. There was a kid, uh, I guess about 20 years old. This is in the last couple of weeks. There's been so many shootings in the last couple of weeks, it's hard even to keep track of them. But this the, the scenario that you were this, this saying just now. 20-year-old kid, he said he was all out of the life. He was done. He was through. He's playing basketball with his friends. Again, in a park, lots of children around, a lot of families around. Saturday afternoon, someone comes onto the basketball court and pops them right there. That's right. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, like, 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 again, maybe the advice if he, if he was still alive was to, one, move, like you said, get get the hell out of Dodge. With his family. With his family. With his family. Yeah. And yeah, then, his, or, his... you know, tell the police, hey, you know what? This is the situation, Right. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Like, it depends how deep you're in, right? Right, right. It, it depends how deep you're in. I mean, if you're in deep, if you're in deep and you want out of there, man, you, you know what you got. You know, I mean, if you're in deep, you, you got some brains, and they, they, that person knows what he has to do. Right. He knows he has to uh, go to the cops. He's got to rat out his friends, and he's got to change his life. He's got to pack his, pack up his bag with his family, with his family, and yeah. go. Because yeah. there's there's no way that he could change like even myself, 
Right. Even myself, man, like just because I'm a born again Christian and I've been clean for 11 years and I've been out of prison. Hey, I have a few enemies out there. Yes. Yeah, we talked you know, about that for sure. And, you know, it's, <laughs> I got to be on, got to watch myself here and there too. I mean, like, I'm not scared. You come, right. you come, then you got to, <laughs> that's, you, that's, you got to, they're going to pay their price if they're going to come for me. No difference, right? So, right. I know what I'm up against. Yes. And if they know what they're up against, and if mm-hmm. that's what they have to analyze. Right. And if it's too serious for them to handle, yeah. they have to go to the police and spill the beans. And then from there, the police will either put them in the Canadian Protection Act mm-hmm. or they'll pay him and get their parents and get them out of Dodge. Right. So anyway, so anyway, man. Or they're gonna die, you know, because they get this code about ratting. Hey, that's 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 you know what, rat, that's a, a criminal using a a word a word uh, to continue their terrorizing. Oh, don't be a rat. Well, hey man, if your life's in danger yes. and your family's life in danger, so what? Save yourself, man. Yeah, and especially your family. There has been yeah. shootings where it seems like families have been, even if they weren't targeted, they were terrorized. There was a shooting, and this is probably within the last few months. Uh, uh, they went to their family home and shot uh-huh. the kid in front of the front of his family. Yeah, and then yeah, there was yeah. another one where they went to again. They went to the his home, and this is a separate shooting. And the uncle got killed, being the wrong place yeah. at the wrong time. So, yeah, yeah. There's different cultures, right? They, yes. You know, you got your different cultures, and the, and some cultures are just they they don't give us. They'll kill your child. Yes. They, yes. They'll kill everybody. Yes. It's just who you're involved with, right? Right. And, and you know, and if if you know these people are like that, man, you gotta, you gotta and you want out of there. You you know what you gotta do. Yeah, especially, especially if innocent people are going to get hurt for, for decisions yeah, that man. you might have made, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's, it, it, these times is not like the old days. You know, old days, you know, you don't touch, you don't, you don't go shoot somebody at their home with their family. You just don't do it. You didn't do that. But these days, now, like it's different cultures, different, different players, rules. and they use their families against you. Yes. So, yeah, they'll go off so, in, some, in some organizations. Yeah, they'll attack your family first. Then go after yeah. you, yeah, for sure. It's, it's Dif- diff- different, different, different mentality, whole different mentality setting. So, yeah, my my heart goes out to these people that want to. If they truly want to change, yes. they can do it. You can yes. do it. Yeah. You can do it. Trust me, you can do it. Yeah, for sure. If you want to change, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. So at was a Scottsdale Mall in Delta. There was a shooting of a young man. I believe he was 26 years old, and his occupation was a correctional guard. And it wow. appears that it was a targeted shooting. Don't know why. There hasn't been released any information on why he was targeted. So maybe I thought it'd be interesting for you to break down if you were going to go to prison and on your rap sheet you killed a prison guard. So what? What would? What, what is that person facing? Well, you know, first of all, if the guy if the guy gets there's two scenarios if you get con- first of all you're not going to get convicted yet even if you're not convicted and 
you're going to go you're going to go into the segregation they're not going to put you into uh, the pods right you're going straight into segregation right and you're going to be in segregation till your court case. If you're if your court case is for a couple of years, wow. you're going to be in you're going to be in segregation for two years. Wow! Or, or, or no matter how long you, your your cases, your good chances are, unless you've got a really really high end lawyer, to, right. to, to 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 be in court all the, and the money to pay for this lawyer to get you out of segregation, you're going to be there for till your court case. Because uh, they're not gonna let you. Uh, they're not gonna let. They're not gonna take the chances of you uh, killing any uh, any other staff again, right? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. No. No. You're, it's. I tell you that. That's when you're killing a copper, a guard like that, one of their own. They're gonna bury you, man. They're not, and you're gonna be treated like shit. You, you know, you're gonna want something. You're gonna call key up. That means for the guard to come. He ain't gonna hear you. You're gonna be banging and banging until finally, an hour later, you'll come. What do you want? And then you'll tell him what you want. And uh, two hours later, you'll get it. Wow. You know? Yeah. No. 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 You, 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 the treatment will be so terrible. Yeah. You, uh, that's the worst thing you can do. Uh, yeah. No. It's terrible. 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 And then once you get convicted. Then you're going to go into a maximum secure supermax. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to be going right into a supermax. Um, yeah, you're going to be doing time there for a couple of years. And then uh, then you're going to work your way into a max. Then you'll come down to a maximum security, which would be a Kent. So West. Then he'll finally make Kent. Mm-hmm. And then he'll probably do five years in Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even more. And then... Um, work his way into a medium security right oh yeah no it's 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 a tough goal when you kill a guard man it's a tough goal so basically you're saying they're going to be doing hard hard time oh yeah hard hard and then also too i remember we're saying because this is the second time we record this podcast it will also kind of give a like a almost like a green light to the inmates say hey you can treat this guy like shit the guards are not going to care well no not really i mean the it doesn't work like that, uh, you, you know. The inmates aren't gonna. The inmates aren't. The inmates are gonna judge you on who you are. Right. You know your your crime. If you if, for, for for that, you're 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 a good man. They love you for right. for that. You know you're a hero in their eyes. But uh, no, it's it's the coppers that's gonna. It's gonna ruin your time, man. They're gonna give you, and even not only mm. the coppers. Mm. Then you got the classification workers. Right. You know the people that are that you you need to help get you in, out out into uh, into society again. Right. They're not gonna help you at all. They're gonna oh no you no man. I tell you, it's it's one of the worstest. You're you're a hero to the to the inmates. Okay. But yeah. you know you're 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 gonna be. Uh, you're a zero to the staff and to the classification. And they're going to make to everything the, they can hard on you uh, to, yes, to the letter. Yes, that they're going to, yes, they, you killed yeah. one of their own. You might yeah. even, you know, you, you probably killed one of their friends. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's a good point. Totally. Oh, yeah. Terrible terrible. Well, maybe let's break down then uh, the difference of you, because you've done time on back east. Of course, you know, we broke that down in Gladiator School and the Gladiator School podcast. And then maybe for someone listening who maybe has a prospect of spending time in a medium security prison on the West Coast, maybe break down what the first day 
is going to be like for them. Uh, yeah, first day back in the, you're coming in, if you say you're going into Matsqui, uh, you'll probably walk into Matsqui. Yeah, you, you're going to walk in there, you're going to get your, your, your greens, your you're gonna go first. You're gonna go see the doctor, and you're gonna get all checked up and all that. And then uh, you're gonna get uh, all your, your, you know, your clothing and your gear. Well, you get all that first when you come in. Then you go see the doctor, and then you're gonna go to your cell. Uh, you, you and then uh, you're just gonna ride it out when you know find out you know when's supper time. You're gonna learn about the movement. You know when yard is and. Uh, work hours you're gonna learn all that stuff and programs but you know you're in your you there's no there's not there's, there's no life in there i mean you're 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 you gotta you're in your cell it's all you got is your cell that's what they call that your house that's my mm-hmm. house right you know so you got your house and uh you know just that's all you got and then you, so you're in there all day. And so when, so come supper time, you go to your, you go eat. After that, you got your, your yard or you got to do your weights. You know, and then after that, you shower up. You, uh, you know, you want to hang out. Maybe you got some time, play some cards uh, with the boys. Then you go lock up. And then uh, the morning comes, you go eat. And then uh, you got to work or you go to school uh, or program. And after that, uh, lunch. You got locked up, you got your count, get your lunch, and then after lunch, uh, you're going to go back to uh, where you came from, finish finish that up till nighttime, and comes dinner time, then you got your yard or your uh, your weight pit uh, or your whatever, maybe a program or maybe you got a visit or something, and that's it. Night's over. That's that's your life, man. Wow. That's your life. It's, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, it's not. It's not no party, man. If people think it's a party, they get they're they're mistaken. What are the pitfalls? Because you know, we're in gladiator school. We we you broke down about the most important thing is not to owe pe- people anything. Don't get involved, and you know things that are not your business. Yeah. Like I guess, say what what did and any nuances of of doing time though on the west coast from from the east back east is there's any subtle differences or is it pretty much the same rules apply? Uh, pretty much the same rules apply. Yeah, it's pretty much the same rules apply. Because you got a lot of guys from back east uh, doing time out west too, right. right? And you got a lot of guys from out west going back east too. So it, it all it all it all balances out the same. Um, yeah, pretty. But back east is a little more harder because right. it's different. Because you got different cult, more cultures back east. Right. You know, because you got Toronto and Hamilton and Montreal, and you know, so you got uh, more black people, more Italian people, more Greek people. You got different cultures and a right. lot of them. Mm-hmm. So now you got a lot of cliques, man. Right. You got a lot of cliques. And back what, out here, you got the natives, mm-hmm. you know, the Aboriginal, and then you got, you know, your, your friends. That's your clique, you mm-hmm. know. But back east, it's more uh, more culture cliques. You right, know? of the course. Biff, uh, you know, the Italian group, uh, right. you know, yeah, the, the Oriental group. So, yeah, it's a whole different, whole different mentality. It's like, an, it's almost like a uh, United States mentality in a right, way. Right, more racially divided, uh, more culturally divided, yes. you said, yeah. So yes. That, in West yes, Coast, it's more, seg- it's more blended. 
Yeah, because it's, it's more it's more laid back out here. Right. That's how I find it's more laid back here. Oh, and uh, back east, it's again more culture. It's a different culture, and uh, and then you have to stick with your own. And uh, yeah, and that's how it is. Yeah. And I was mentioning before too. It's like the when you look at these prisons, like you know Don uh, Collins Bay and. And you know, even even uh, the Kingston, they like they like dungeon castles. You know, they look yeah, they look yeah. scary, look intimidating. And you know, these prisons out here, of course, I don't want to I don't want to go with them. You know, razor wire fencing, and you know, they look mm-hmm. like you know uh, prison compounds, but they don't have that dungeon castle. Yeah. You know, you're going to be doing time in this old old you know prison that's built a hundred years ago. You know, I'm sure that has yeah. a psychological toll. This the the the, the being in being almost entombed in stone you know well big time like uh, yeah like what, collins bay well i i did seven i did seven solid there wow. and all i seen all i seen was the sky right because dude like you said you're entombed in cement the wall is mm-hmm. uh i don't know how high up and then you got your towers so you're not seeing nothing but the blue sky right that's it and and then what's you know your surroundings you know the, the yard and the you know, whatever. But that's all you're seeing. When I when I got off the plane and when I went, I landed in Matsui. Oh my God! I thought I was in a camp. Right. I was like, this is. Fun. I was in blue jeans and uh, I saw the mountains. Everything was fenced. I was like, oh, it was so laid back. Right. It, compared to compared to you know, Collins Bay, it was like I, I loved it. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, if that my mountain town it was great that's I, I can i can do great time here but uh, but i was a crazy person back then right but you know um, yeah two different two different two different lifestyles two different lifestyles two different lifestyles yeah very 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 different very different well um, okay my last question for you, david uh, asked you this before because you know again we're second time in the podcast i appreciate your Mm. patience so what advice would you give to your younger self you can go back and talk to that 17 year old kid what words would you have for that young man Jeez, i would have you know what if if i could change and that they would uh, be happy doing in their life accomplish that goal Accomplish that goal, and uh, yeah, forget about forget about the the fast cash and and the the parties because you know what you're not gonna get nowhere in life doing this because eventually you're gonna get busted or you're gonna get killed, and uh, it's it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it, and you're better off getting a good life. Get out of there while you can. Because there's not many people. I'm the only one. So out of I don't know how many people. I'm there's not many people like me alive today. Yeah, that is true. That picture you gave me a long time ago. There's a big crew, the Italian crew, and uh, they're Collins all dead. Bay. They're yeah, all dead. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I was going to say to you that too is that. So when you were making a lot of money, but you know, well, for you know, at, at some of your times when you're at your peak and you're probably throwing around a lot of cash, you're probably were generous with people, probably buying rounds of booze at the bar and gifts. I was, I was giving away cars. Yeah, so when you were locked up, how many of those people came and visited you or provided you, you know, stuff for your commissary or anything or letters or gift cards or anything? 
there's only one, like, uh, there's only one that was Bill, uh, the, the Colombian. Uh, that's why when I got out, I, I went uh, working with uh, Bill. It was the Colombian. He was right. the only guy. Uh, but he had, uh, he had motives. Right, you know? of course. Yeah, he had he, motives. You were working so. for him. But it, generally, it, it, what you were saying is that, you know, all those people who th- you thought were your friends, when no. you were, they weren't around for you. Nobody, 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 nobody. Because yeah. you know what? Their excuse, their excuses. They can't come around because they don't want to. Right. They don't want the heat, right? Because yeah. they don't want to be associated with you. Because then they, they, then the police will know who he is, right? So that's their excuse, right? Right. But there's nobody there. There's not going to be nobody there. And then when even if they were. There on the outside, you think they could go help your family? Say here, here's a hundred or a thousand dollars. Go give that to David. Put that in his account. Nobody did that. Right. Nobody. I, like only that one person. But he had an interior motive because right. he knew who I was and he knew he could make a lot of money. Right. Right. But uh, most people the, these days, you're not get, get nothing. You're gonna do the time. Everybody's gonna forget about you. They're gonna steal from you. Right. Uh, if you got a girlfriend, they're gonna take that from you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. You're just a loser, man. When you're in jail, you're a loser. And, and bottom line. And that's what I'm saying. And that's that's lucky if you actually survive. So if you get to do ten years in jail, that's a better than spending you know six feet underground for us your internal internal life, right? Yeah, but there's, when you're in prison, you might not make it out of there. That's true, you know? too. Because yeah. you it's crazy in there. You yes. know, you, you can look at somebody the wrong way, and they're going to kill you. Right. You know, some guy may be doing pills. Uh, people are, there's people that had their heads cut off oh, for peanuts. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can tell you stories about deaths. People getting their head decapitated, wow. throwing them down the down the street, guards' heads down the strip. Wow! Oh man, I can tell you stories. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, yeah, it's Archambault, the Suicide Squad. There, they 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 killed uh, all the guards, and then then uh, they broke into the PC area and killed them. Wow! And after when they killed and did killed all the guards. And they killed all who had they killed. They all took the seven cyanide, and then they killed themselves. And wow. that was well, it. When was they, this? Sorry, that's just that was an Archambault uh, back east. Wow, wow. We the French talk, prison. We talked yeah. about that sometime. My God, that sounds insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was crazy. So yeah, no, no, man. You could, you can, you know, like, well, you can be a, you walk in in a racial war. <laughs> yeah. You're in your yeah. yard, and here goes a racial war. Right. And you're stuck in the middle, and the guards are shooting. Right. To break it up, and you're picking up a bullet for just being in the yard. Right. So there's so many bad scenarios. Oh where, yeah, you know, there could be so many. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you're, it's a hot, you're I'm telling you man when you're in prison it, you're a liability man wow. <laughs> I'm wow. telling you you're a liability liability man yeah big time so yeah if you, if you if you can get out of this if you're listening to me man uh, if you can get out of this and you're thinking about getting out of this get out of it yeah for your the own time well-being for your family yeah get out of it yeah. it's not worth it buddy no or sweetheart it's just not worth it yeah a lot of girls you can too like in one of the shootings a, a woman was targeted i don't know really the full details if she was a gangster's girlfriend or just at the wrong place at the wrong time however a lot of the girlfriends that decide to have a relationship with these guys they end up either getting targeted getting shot themselves you know being at the wrong place at the wrong time or or just targeted i can't get you but i can get your girlfriend 
Oh yeah, well for sure, because you know, it, my way of thinking too back mm. then was, hey, if that's his girlfriend, she knows everything. Yes, yes. You know, sure she does. So you grab her. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. She's she's just as guilty. Just my thank God, my daughter. My mm. daughter, she she learned she learned quick. Mm-hmm from her dad, you know, because she was with this player. When she found out that this guy was a big dealer, she found like uh, $80,000 under her bed one day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And right away she put it together that this guy, she she dropped him as hot as a troop. See you later, man. And she was with him for a few years. Right. And he, and she took, he took good care, spoiled her, you know, treated her like gold. But she knew right. that she could get herself killed just yeah. for being his girlfriend right yeah, sure. and she let she left him like that so she was very smart and i'm very proud of her for doing yeah, that well, that's, that's a good move yeah so my daughter right now she's doing very well for herself awesome. very well for herself oh you must be proud but yeah oh, i'm very proud of her but that's what i'm saying though these a lot of these girls they think they like the bad boys and you know they because they got the car they mm-hmm. spend the money but, but sweetheart if you're listening to this and you're with a bad boy if 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 a hitter's looking for your boyfriend and he wants and he can't find him and he knows you, he's gonna come looking for you to yeah, find him. Exactly. And he'll torture you to find Ooh, him. Yeah, that's brutal. And it has and happened. It, it has happened. It has this happened. is not just oh something that you're just making up or fantasy. No, no, this, no, these, this has happened no, many this is times. Real talk, and, yeah, man. Yeah. This is real talk. This is real talk. He'll kill you know, if it's real bad, then he'll have to kill you. Wow. He's not gonna let you go. You know, so no, man, if you're with a bad boy and he, he's because he's got a nice car and he's buying buying you things and uh, you look, uh, you know, you're going to school and, you know, you, it's impressive. And, you know, baby, you get out of there while you can because you might just be dead. Yeah. And, it and, has and happened. even your family, too. Yeah. No, and, and it has happened. There's, there's oh, many yeah. of these girls that got shot just being, you know, wrong place, wrong time or just targeted. Or they're driving their boyfriend's car. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So there's that exactly. too. Well, David, I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to uh, just do a few little edits, but I'm going to post this up right away. And I appreciate you having the patience to do it two times. But I like this. No I like this interview better. I think we went a little more deeper, and you got to expand a lot more and stuff. And I really appreciate that. And I know the audience really appreciates that. And there's been getting some really good reviews. People are liking what we're doing, and and I'm I'm happy to do it with you. So I, I thank you so much, David. No, my pleasure, buddy. My pleasure. All right. Well, you have a great day. We'll talk soon. Okay, buddy. Take care.